every man craves a great adventure, but life doesn't usually feel that way. Jesus speaks of narrow gates and wide roads, but the masculine journey is filled with many twists and turns. So how do we keep from losing heart while trying to find the good way when life feels more like a losing battle than something worth dying for? Grab your gear and come on a quest with your band of brothers who will serve as the guides in what we call the masculine journey. The masculine journey starts here now. Well, Sam, as you might imagine, here we are on New Year's Eve, 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 Eve. <laughs> three Eves. Yeah, we're three Eves, right? Right. So it's like the three faces of New Year's Eve. This exactly. Year. Exactly. Yeah, so it's, you know, like, <laughs> we're going to revisit. The, the pun topic. that didn't work last week. Yeah. We're going to revisit that one. <laughs> Actually, we, we've got a show this week, which really I've, I've been looking forward to this show all year in a way, and that we did a show at the beginning of the year where we had asked <coughs> Jesus for an advanced word somewhere we could go with him this year a place that he would wanted to take us on the adventure and um all the guys on the show today with us andy and brian and jim and myself all entered into that adventure and ask and uh, we all got a word and so <laughs> and then there's me yeah and then there's <laughs> sam got a word your your word was drive yeah, yeah. <laughs> my word was mileage yeah <laughs> Because Sam was on the road all year long. That was a tough year for Sam. So we're really grateful here at Masculine Journey that we're going to see him a lot more in 2019. But I wanted to go back with these guys that got a word and, and kind of talk about the adventure of where God took them along the lines. Now, um, John Eldridge talks about it in his podcast where you go on in prayer sometime this time of the year. So we wanted to do this to give you a chance to do it for 2019. And begin to just, in prayer, in a good place, when you're in a position to listen, ask God, what would be one word, kind of an advanced word for 2019, where you want to go with me on the adventure? And so we've got a clip to set that up, which actually has to do with Big Jim's word, which was listen. And it's from <laughs> the Born Alternative. And Jim, you want to set up the clip? Ultimatum. Ultimatum. Well, to set up the clip, this shows the consequences of not listening, and that's probably all the setup you need. Yeah. Well, actually, he listened and he lived. He listened so. for, well, <laughs> until he didn't. <laughs> but as he listened to the clip, think about this. Can you imagine being in such a relationship with Christ, yeah. that being so close to him that you're getting second-by-second second instructions, second-by-second second words to help you navigate so essentially, the bad guys don't take you out, which, and, and then as you're listening right to the end of this clip, you'll note that they see that it's, is the guy's name Bourne? Jason Bourne? Jason Bourne, yes. Right. And which, when they realize that this is the Christ character. It's sort of like movie, Jesus. Right. And, and they realize that they're outclassed. And, and believe me, when Satan realizes that you're getting that minute by minute word, it's a similar thing. <laughs> like, I got nothing. <laughs> Tie your shoe, tie your shoe right now. Tie your shoe. Wait. Wait. I'm gonna walk by you. I want you to move along the far wall to your left. In four, three. Get in the store. There's someone on your tail. Get in the store. You're going to proceed out the east exit. That's to your right as you come into the store. 
Head into the liquor store in front of you. Go into the back and lock the door. Mobile force down. This guy's got help. Tell me when the asset's in the nest. Get me a feed in there. I want Grab Team C in there. Tell me what's going on. Jason Bourne. And the thing I didn't set up properly and I kind of regret is that the the man that Jason Bourne is speaking to that he's giving him instructions has got a phone where he's hearing all this stuff, you know, constantly to know what to do. But at the same time, the other voices that you hear are essentially the Satan characters and and note that they are getting instructions and 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 they're following their instructions and they're being told what to do and when you when you go into real warfare guess what i mean communication's a big part of that and and jim that was your word this year and listen was my word and i was really excited when we undertook this project because i just had a it was a christian based secular program on coming up with a life word and a word for the year so I was excited, gung-ho, jumped into it, and as I often do, kind of got lazy about it. That word's been on my wall all year, and I see it every once in a while, and I would respond to it and say, oh, yeah, I'm supposed to be listening. But uh, And that really is twofold. I mean, I do counseling, and it is critical to listen to people. But often, all for all of us, Instead of listening, we're thinking of what we're going to say next instead of paying attention to what's being told. And we do that with God, too. I mean, I find myself all the time trying to anticipate what God's going to say and or, you know, what should I say to God to get what I want as opposed to getting what he wants. Yeah, which is, a, Sam, you know, as I think about this concept, you know, when I'm in a crisis, obviously right then I'm wanting to listen. I'm wanting to hear tie your shoe and whatever so I keep from getting killed. But this advance idea is more of hearing something of where he really wants to go with me this year. Oh, absolutely. I think, you know, back to the stories, you know, of David asking for advanced words before he goes to battle. You know, I mean, you really get to see that manifest. And you know, one time God tells him to do it this way, and the next time God tells him to do it that way. And he's against the same enemy in the same location, basically. And, and God said, oh, no, we're going to do this one differently. You know, for me, I'd probably charge into battle and they go, oh, no, God, what do I do now? <laughs> right? <laughs> you know, and I really relate to the, the Jason Bourne clip from this last year because I do live in that moment by moment, or I did this year, that moment by moment, okay, God, what now? You know, and, and he was there. He was faithfully there for me in those in those many situations. And I'm really looking forward to this next year of having an advanced word. You know, not a, along with the everyday, every situation words where God's got to really just be there saying, okay, I don't know what to do with this. What do I do now? You know, I've not faced this one before, so I, I really need some help here. One of the, uh, you know, it was really cool to, to walk with a band of brothers so you know that what their word was for the year. And you know, Brian is here with us. And Brian, your word this year just really, I almost was jealous <laughs> when I heard it. 
Uh, tell us, tell us what, what you had this year. Yeah, my word was believe. Um, I first heard that word very clearly, uh, but really didn't quite know what it was that um, God wanted to say. Um, you know, I, I prayed about it over and over. I, I thought I knew a little bit. really wasn't until probably last week, to be honest with you, that I really realized totally what he's trying to get me to believe. Um, the ultimate question I think that I've had to grasp here in the last week is, do I really believe that I can do this? This meaning um, life in general, work, family, kids, wife, um, you know, being on Should the radio. Have what it takes. <laughs> yeah. Um, but the ultimate question is not really, can I do it? But can I trust God that he can do it through me? So I've quite honestly, over the last week, kind of um, just been pondering that thought. You know, it's not me that does anything, it's God through me. So I, I read a lot about Moses this past week. Um, Moses basically says, you know, but I can't do it. You know, I don't, I can't talk, I can't whatever, but um, God says, I'll do it through you. And that's just been really cool over the last week to kind of get a, um, an end to this December, you know, finally realizing what he's trying to tell me. Now we have a neat clip from the movie, the apostle Paul, which just came out and, uh, I don't know, we've never used a clip from it. And in this scene, the, the Roman centurion is questioning Paul and I believe Luke um, about their faith, what they believe. And I don't want you to miss, there are a couple little things in it that are, that, that the centurion is trying to say, well, Roma's got this and Roma's got that. And you're obviously pouring in chains. And when he looks at the comparison, it looks like you got nothing. And I believe the Luke character challenges him when he tells him all that. Listen carefully. He says, well, what does the empire have to do for your sick daughter? He doesn't actually say your sick daughter, but what does the Roman empire have to do with a sick daughter? And that so enrages the centurion, you know, that he wants to kill him. So, if I can. By words alone, you seem to defy Rome itself. Words do not threaten to destroy empires. Because perhaps they are not just words. They are the truth of things. You keep saying truth. Truth. But it is only your truth according to you. If it were the only truth, everyone would believe it. Not so. Christ, who is truth, rose from the dead. Many still do not believe. Lies, fabrications. If Christ had not risen from the dead, then our preaching is useless. And so is our faith. Oh. And you have no doubts at all? Men do not die for things they doubt. You claim you serve a God who is above all other gods, and yet all I see before me is an old man in chains. A life. A summary of beatings and filthy prison cells. I deserve worse. But... There is grace enough for everyone. To be rich, not poor. To be powerful, not weak. For slaves and servants, not be one. It does not take an intelligent man to look around and know that the world is missing something. Do not question the greatness of Rome. And what the love for his sick daughter, what does Rome offer her? <laughs> 
another world and I send you to whatever God you want. That question was out of his league, right? <laughs> I wasn't. <laughs> and, you know, that's kind of where he often takes us, Brian, to 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 demonstrate what real faith is, is to a place where we don't believe in order to enter into belief. Yes. A lot of times this year I've been taken out of my comfort zone. And every, every time that comes about, it's uh, asking God, what, do, what are you trying to do here? <laughs> so, you still have time to go to MasculineJourneyRadio.org, register for the upcoming boot camp, and still be in 2018. So we got that coming up. We got a lot more of advanced words coming up. Stay tuned. Hi, this is Sam with Masculine Journey. I'm here with my son, Eli. We're going to talk about ways that you can help support the ministry. One way you can go to smile.amazon.com. There's information on our website there on how to do that. Then you can go to facebook.com where you can click the donate button. Or you can go to masculinejourneyradio.org. Once again, look for the donate button. Or if you want to mail something in, mail it to P.O. Box 550, Kernersville, North Carolina, 27285. What God does at Masculine Journey Radio Boot Camp. When I first got here, I was kind of closed off. Didn't really want to talk to anybody because I thought it was stupid. I didn't believe. I'm not going to lie to you. I feel like each person who spoke kind of chipped away at this feeling I was having and chipped away at this mask I was hiding behind. I've never heard anybody speak about God and Jesus and the way we're supposed to feel like you guys have this weekend. What a gift. $199 Masculine Journey Radio Boot Camp. Go to MasculineJourneyRadio.org. That's a Christmas present from a very dear friend of mine. Look, Daddy, teacher says every time a bell rings, an angel gets his wings. That's right. That's right. Attaboy, Clarence. Attaboy, Clarence. <laughs> Will you we be we will be singing Old Lang Syne, you know, before we hardly know it, right, Sam? I mean, it's it's coming right around the corner. Yeah, it's just uh, three days away. Yeah. Three eaves. We talked about that. <laughs> three eaves. <laughs> That's and, right. And so we've heard some advanced words. We heard listen, and we heard belief. Uh, and interestingly, as we finish out this year, uh, I'd heard this said, and you had too, Andy, that when you get a word, if, you know, sometimes God's taking you an adventure on it, that you, you kind of hate to turn loose of it that it's been so much fun to, to spend time with God there this year. Yeah, absolutely. Um, we'll see what the future holds. I haven't really prayed. I've just been busy, and I really haven't prayed and intended to use this last two weeks of the year to really dig in. But my hope is it's either the same word or something linked to it because it has been a good year. Um, yeah, and so. my, my word this year, as I came into the year, I talked about it last week, was prosperity. Mm-hmm. And... Oh, what, I mean, I can't even begin to tell you the the joy that I've had as he's unraveled that word for me in so many different ways, in so many different adventures, even the, the you know, our boot camp where we, we saw the advancing of the kingdom where, you know, Corey came into the kingdom and, mm-hmm. and, and, and we saw that and, and, and it's just been one of those years that mm-hmm. he kept showing me, be strong and very courageous and kava you know twist into me and abide Mm -hmm. in me and the idea of prosperity is advancing advancing the kingdom the kingdom is forcefully advancing and forceful men take hold of it and with that you're going with 
essentially almost a patent beyond patent character yeah. of Christ that's bringing the kingdom forward. So as I was thinking about that, I couldn't help after Harold talked about last week how you're not going to chicken out when you're actually in the moment of battle when God puts you in this place. Mm-hmm. And so this patent clip <laughs> just speaks volumes and volumes and volumes on warrior, on band of brothers, and what it means to true prosperity in advancing the kingdom. Now, some of you boys, I know, are wondering whether or not you'll chicken out under fire. Don't worry about it. I can assure you that you will all do your duty. The Nazis are the enemy. Wade into them. Spill their blood. Shoot them in the belly. When you put your hand into a bunch of goo that a moment before was your best friend's face, you know what to do. Now, there's another thing I want you to remember. I don't want to get any messages saying that we are holding our position. We're not holding anything. Let the Hun do that. We are advancing constantly, and we're not interested in holding on to anything except the enemy. We're going to hold on to him by the nose, and we're going to kick him in the We're going to kick the hell out of him all the time, and we're going to go through him like crap through a goose. Ah, uh, that's prosperity. <laughs> <laughs> and, and Harold, you know, last week you talked about this very concept of what a band of brothers, what happens, you know, when they see their brother down, then all of a sudden they're pheno- they're capable of phenomenal courage that they had no idea was in them. Yeah, that's uh, been portrayed in a lot of the movies where uh, it's been known that they would... Uh, particularly the Vietnam, or they would wound a man knowing that his buddies would come to get him and then they could try to get them as well. And it's funny about that warrior mentality. Uh, At one time, I thought that was what I had and was looking forward to a career in the the Navy. And uh, the thing about the Band of Brothers, uh, this has been great for me. We're not fighting a physical war but we're fighting a spiritual war and i've learned so much from my association with you guys things that i didn't know before and for those of you out there listening uh, i would encourage you to consider coming to a boot camp getting involved with uh, your own band of brothers if it's not us uh, because we need all the help that we can find yeah, now let me let me just demonstrate how this how God orchestrates. You know, He's got this orchestra that's going on. It's absolutely beautiful. So He gave me the word, right, prosperity, and He's been teaching me be strong and very courageous. Now I come to these meetings every week, and I begin to you know try to fathom these things that I'm trying to understand. And I've got my brother Jim here, and one week I realized that something to do with the advancing of the kingdom of prosperity has to do with the word shalom and i'm trying to figure out what does this word mean and my brother jim says what well i told you one of the and we did talk about this a couple weeks ago one of the words i got in seminary from our hebrew professor was one of the meanings of shalom 
is death to your enemies. You're actually with, wishing that that person's enemies are defeated. So now, see, Jim doesn't necessarily see this because he says, well, I don't know where I got, you know, but he was listening to me, <laughs> right? Well, am I missing something? And he was listening to his professor, which in, in which that thing, that, that little piece of insight has been phenomenally valuable to me as I think through this year and I go, yeah, separate, you know, death and biblically is separation from your enemies. And so much of what spiritual warfare is, is getting, abiding in Christ and, and coming into that place of waiting on Christ in complete kava mm. and separation for your, from your enemies. And so, and, and interestingly, Andy, your word plays into my word as well. And your word for this year was? It was clarity. So, right? Yeah. And and you can see, wow, <laughs> I mean, doesn't that play into everybody's word right. that, that that what we were working with this year? Yep. When you, I guess, you know, we're talking about things that actually bring the kingdom together, and 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 these these words are going to relate. But it's cool how God knows us as a band of brothers, how He puts the words together. Um, you know, in clarity, I don't I don't know if we're going to do the clip right away, but you know, when I got that word, I think I was standing in the shower. So it's real revelatory. You know, it's not like I was down well, on my knees praying. Yeah, yeah, no, TMI, right? So, but it was really profound. And when I first heard it, I thought, I thought this the purpose of it was was really I've been separated for quite some time, and you know, thought it was more of like, okay, what's the next steps for my life? But it became so much more than that more about my uh, involvement with the group and the clar- uh, clarity and, and my position with the group, my job, um, my relationship with Christ in a deeper way. And I think you guys probably have seen a lot of that in the past year. It was probably the greatest year of spiritual growth I've had. But it, but it all came about because of of clarity, of, of uh, learning from you guys. A lot of clarity came from you guys as the band of brothers. And... Um, you know, I just think that that clarity. Um, John and, and the team talk a lot about clarity and interpretation of events and stuff. It helped me see things from the past. So I, I talking about past, present, and future. I got as much clarity on the past as I did about what's to happen in the future. So it was cool. Yeah, and how do you feel about turning loose your word this year? Yeah, oh yeah. As far as that, you know, I'd, I'd like I say, I wanted to continue on or see some kind of continuation of that with the same same kind of theme. I don't want to presume anything in listening, but I do definitely, you know, it was such an important word to me this year that I don't necessarily want to let it go. So set up this clip for us. Okay, so it's uh, it was one that I didn't use in the original thing when we talked about the, our word at the beginning of the year, but it's, uh, it's from Chariots of Fire. It's about Eric Liddell, who was going to compete in the uh, 1924 Olympics. He's trying to make the decision of whether he should run or should, whether he should be a missionary. And his sister's really pushing him to, to go on the mission field, but this is where he gets clarity on what his purpose is at the time. Well, I've got a lot of running to do first. Jenny, Jenny, you've got to understand. I believe that God made me for a purpose, for China. But he also made me fast. And when I run, I feel his pleasure. To give it up would be to hold him in contempt. You were right. It's not just fun. 
to win is to honor him. Yeah, so Sam, as we head back into the end of the year and we think about clarity and listening and prosperity and it's it's an invitation you know it is i uh i actually already have my word for next year i haven't shared it with you guys we'll uh maybe do that next week when we talk about the words for 2019 but uh it was weird uh, i i knew you know we talked about the shows that were going to be coming up and and uh so i asked god just pretty quickly and it was like boom there was a word i'm like <laughs> yeah. wow yeah. Are you, you sure that's the one? You didn't have to be in the shower to get it either. No, I was actually at work. You know, I was in the middle of something, and I just like, I, I knew we were going to be talking yeah. about it, and I knew I didn't really do that this past year, and I missed out on on probably something God had in store for me, and I, I said, okay, God, what's that word? And so He just boom, here's one. So it, it's I'm, I'm excited, I'm nervous, I, I really don't know what that's going to look like. Well, Jim, you you're dying over here. We got to hear what you got to say. Well, I was going to say, Sam didn't need to be clean to hear clarity. You did. <laughs> yeah, <man. Nice>. <laughs> Touché. <laughs> yeah, you know. <laughs> well, I know that 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 I just want to invite the listeners. It's a bold thing to ask Jesus, what you know, where do you want to take me in 2019? What's a word that that you and I can share? And John would tell you, put it on your computer as you do. Uh, I put it in my daily prayer. Uh, myself because i know that's where i'm going every day and so you know i had it throughout there in a couple different places to try to you know engage into that prosperity and and what that meant for me this year and and i too have a word for next year so we're going to share those in the first show of 2019 which i'm very much looking forward to doing but i i i would really uh just say that that i just think this is one of the neatest things that we got to to do together as a team this year andy mm-hmm. and i really look forward to you know the more participation in 2019 and 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 maybe even picking up on it midsummer to say okay where you know where are we at um this summer in in the words that we were given and and where that's going and when i think about 2019 what hope yeah because we know we got boot camps coming. We know we got new men that, that are going to be engaged. And we're going to see God do some amazing um, advancing. And, you know, I don't know about any ge- geese that might need, you know, a little <laughs> enema, but we're going to be doing what we could do. <laughs> Go to MasculineJourneyRadio.org. Register a boot camp coming up March 21st through the 24th.